0: Thank you so much to everybody who's on here. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, So we have an incredible guest here today with us, Melissa Byers. She is one of my incredible friends. Her energy (laughs) is absolutely lit. I am like super fired up. I can't believe it's taken us this long to be able to record a podcast together. She's an emotional intelligence um, coach. She works with women to help them have their emotions stop ruling them and take control of their emotions and also their lives. She's an amazing mom of two. She's got an amazing boyfriend, Matt, and um, she, her energy, guys, you're just going to love her so much. So I'm so excited for you to be here.
1: Ah, thank you. I'm so ready to like just feel into this frequency, whatever comes up, comes alive. That's just, I'm just going to roll with that. Yeah. (laughs) I
0: love it. And I love these podcasts because they're just super conversational and just super like Guys, we don't know what, what's going to happen. Like anything could happen on these these podcasts. So um, yeah, we're just going to go for it and see what comes up. But um, Melissa, would you mind just sharing a little bit about your story and like a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I said this before when you and I connected, I'm like, where do I start? Because I have certain chapters that obviously design where I am today. I always call it transformation metamorphosis, right? So the transformation over a lifetime. So I will start with, okay, so what, why is the reason, well, what transitioned me into coaching? So I do have a background in social service work. I absolutely fell in love with guiding women, supporting them, um, just holding their hand. But what I found personally that there was gaps within this area that I couldn't necessarily fill. So it was kind of like I was hitting like a wall every time I'd have some sort of suggestion, suggestion or idea, it was like, no, this is impossible. And it was just like a gap that I just couldn't fill. So, and I, I high respect for anyone that with, that is within that area. Like I see you, I hear you, I know it's difficult. So just know that I I do appreciate you for where you are and so on. So, hold well, I'm like so excited right now, I'm like, ah! um <laughs> I think you and I had like a 20-minute conversation right now prior to. So I'm like, I to like, let this energy out and just breathe into it right now. So um, from there, I slowly moved into network marketing. Um, I was a part of an incredible company called Isagenix. Um, I still obviously use the products every single day, and so does my family. I learned a lot. I learned about business. I learned about community. I learned about self-development. Um, I really just learned about who I was as a person and what life I wanted to create or design. I started leaning into a vision because prior to, especially in social work, we don't talk about visions. We more so move through um, shadow work. So just kind of clearing the boxes and acknowledging who we were and how we became um, where we are now. So it was really, it was really new to me, network marketing, but I was open to it. For me, um, I'm not sure if anyone recognizes or is knowledgeable about the anagram, but I am a seven. It is a personality test. So I'm like always enthusiastic. I'm always ready to go. I'm always like just revving up. And I actually pictured like a car just like getting started like <laughs> uh, that's you that's you to a t <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, let's go uh reminds you of like oh there's a pit stop there's a pit stop ah, maybe don't go there but yeah that's basically my life so yeah it, it taught me a lot and then moving in and then I just found the last year something was missing and had nothing to do with the company had nothing to do with the products it was something inside of myself and there was many nights that I would cry I felt shame, I felt guilty. I was like, who am I? And a lot of people would say like imposter syndrome, right? I'm teaching people what to do, how to speak, um, who to become when I didn't even know who I was within this last year. So there are many nights when I would go to bed unhappy. And that was just me not filling in my gaps. I was filling in everyone else's gaps but I wasn't filling in my gaps. So I remember Alyssa Nobrega, who's now my coach, she was on a podcast with lori Harder. lori Harder is also a part of the network com- network marketing company isogenics and i follow her because i love her journey i love who she's become she's real she's raw she's authentic and so many other beautiful words attached to that so Alyssa nobriga was on a podcast with her and i was like okay she's a life coach i've been slowly interested in life coaching um, I wasn't really sure what it was, how to get started. It was like the fear of the uncertainty, fear of the unknown. And I started listening, I started leaning in, and then I could feel the emotions in my body. It was like, okay, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. And I remember my boyfriend's like, unless I'm like, shh, this is my moment, babe. This Thought is my, I can out. feel something. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm not available right now. I'm not available. <laughs> Mommy's not available. And I remember, and I was sitting at uh, my table and I was like sitting there and I was listening and she was so elegant, she was so beautiful. She was talking about self-worth, self-love. She was talking a little bit about the tools she uses and the results that she's given clients and how they're successful in their mind, body, and soul, being, energetics. And I was like, I need to know who this girl is. So what I did is I ended up clicking, Lori Harder gives like a breakdown on podcasts. And Alyssa Novrega's website was attached to that, and I clicked on it, and it had stated that she had a five-week course. So it was like for beginners, five-week course. I didn't ask my boyfriend. I didn't ask anyone. And at the time, I made fairly good money, and I thought, forget it. It's an investment. I'm I'm ready. I literally signed up the day that I heard her because when you know, you know. Yeah.
0: And it's I like something.
1: That. And it's something that I experienced in the past when I went through something really heavy. And when you know, you know, it was like that sudden release, that sudden release. And, and I went into the program. I ended up creating two clients within the next like 30 days of jumping into that program. And now it's been a year and I haven't looked back. It has been so incredible. an incredible movement. It's yeah. Just, incredible
0: just like watching you over the last like how long have we known each other now like five years yeah. so not that long like four years because I've been with misogynics now for four and a half years so it must be something like that and it's honestly just been so cool like just watching you step into your power and I love how you said too like it's like we we both learn so much in network marketing like it is incredible for free education but then the crazy thing is, is that it's true. The 1% of people in network marketing are the ones that are successful. And the reason they are is because they level up as a person. Mm-hmm. And it comes to this point where you're like, okay, like I, I was the exact same way. It was like, I hit this wall and I was like, I need, I I know I need to do something. I, I want to hire a coach. I want to do something to level up yeah. because guys, everybody, every coach has a coach. Yeah right? Like we all need it. There's not any point in life where you get to this point where you're like, okay, I know absolutely everything. There's with mm-hmm. every new level, there's a new devil mm-hmm. and just that accountability and pushing you through somebody who's gone first. Mm-hmm. So it's been like so incredible just like watching you really step into this and you have such a powerful story with um, like some abuse and stuff like that in your life as well. And like, I remember you overcoming all of that stuff too and everything with your mom and like through COVID, you've just like freaking like came in like a force and it's honestly just been so cool. And so now like you're really passionate about helping women to really help them to understand their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm really big on emotional intelligence too. Yeah. Do you want to like give like a little description as to what the heck emotional intelligence is for people, yeah. how they can benefit from understanding their emotional guidance system. Um, okay, I
1: love that. So yeah. I want to go back quickly just to something that you said is that coaches Yeah coaches have coaches. Coaches don't need coaches though. I will say that. So everyone's going to get to a, more than likely a lot of people are going to get to their goals, right? There's a certain percentage of people that get to their goals. The reason why we hire coaches is because we collapse time. Mm -hmm. So if you are, if you have a specific goal in 12 months that you want to achieve, and it's a big goal, The chances are maybe about 60% you will make it depending on the tools, the skills, the mindset, the emotions that you have. But what coaches do is they collapse time. They guide you in supporting you, keeping you accountable, keeping you resourceful, move you through your limiting beliefs, your blocks. They're basically just like there to hold your hand. So I love that you said that. I just wanted to say we collapse time. We obviously have the tools and skills and guidance, but we do, we collapse time. So that's why I'd highly recommend it just from my point of view. Yeah. So emotional intelligence is basically just managing your emotions, managing your emotions, managing your triggers. It really guides a lot of women in particular that I help. And I say, it's like compound leadership. It's building leaders to become leaders Whether in your network marketing, whether you're in life coaching, wherever it is, they even prove statistically now that EI is more, more, what's that word for it? I guess, I guess you could say like, if you have EI opposed to EQ, the chances are you will elevate in any type of leadership world that you're in. So for me in particular, and I'll give an example because I love stories. Let's, let's tell a story is that I have an incredible client. I have lots of incredible clients. They're all beautiful people. So this particular client, I'm going to share her story, obviously, but not share her identity, is that she was moving through a lot of emotions. There was a lot of triggers that she was experiencing, and she wasn't necessarily aware of where they were coming from. So what we did is we sat down and we did a little bit of somatic work. It's like somatic therapy for those that don't know. It's like energy moving throughout your body. There's obviously a other definition to it, but that's just like the snapshot of it. So what I did is I gave her permission to just feel the emotions in her body. We slowed everything down. I made her feel safe. It's really important for you to make your clients feel safe, feel held, feel seen, feel supported. So she was laying on my bed. Yes, I my client laying on my bed. And so she felt, she was in the the sheets and she was comfy and I had her move through the emotion. So what I did is when she was feeling anger and there was a trigger, I will say that sometimes we're not supposed to open the door, but she gave me permission to open the door. There was a trigger that she was experiencing. So I said, go to the wall right now and push, push towards the wall for three minutes, move through the emotion, feel the anger, push as hard as you can get the emotion out. We can only hold emotions in our body for 90 seconds. Anything after that is a thought. I'm going to repeat that because this is like, whoo. We can only hold emotions in our body for 90 seconds. Anything after that is a thought. So she's pushing against the wall. She's feeling the emotion. You could slowly see that it was becoming a thought. And she was trying really hard because all of a sudden it was moving through her body. And then she's like, I'm like, are you still feeling it? She's like, yeah. I'm like, are you still feeling it? She's like, no. I'm like, okay. So. but I gave her permission to release it. So the only way that you know that you're releasing it out of your body is when you feel lighter because prior to that, it feels like you're holding weights on your shoulder, like 10, 15, 20 pounds. And you've tried everything you've done everything. And it's just sitting there and it's tight and it's constricting. So this way, if you're letting the emotion out, you're moving it through your body, you're letting it be seen, you're letting it be heard. It moves and it's gone. It's lighter. Now you can focus on the other things. Because what I see, especially in women, is that when they start focusing, I think I did this before, is that when they start focusing on that one thing, right? The thought. Start with the thought. There's that thought. There's that one thought, which then becomes an emotion. So judgment, criticism, criticism. I'm not enough, all those things, right? Those thoughts have come. All of a sudden, you're focusing on that one thing. You're putting all that energy in that one thing. And that's stopping you from seeing all the beautiful things that's around you. Yeah. So, when you allow yourself to feel the judgment, feel the anger, feel the frustration, feel the surprise, whatever, not surprise, sorry, that's a universal emotion, but feel all those yucky feelings and you allow yourself to move on, all of a sudden, it gives space to all the other things, mm-hmm. the beautiful things that are in front of you. Mm-hmm. The only way that this will change is when you allow yourself to feel the emotion, not suppress it, not project it. And that's huge. All allow yourself in a to society
0: it. where it's just like we haven't been taught how the heck to deal with these emotions, right? It's like all we know is suppress because all of those emotions that you said, anger, there's shame behind anger right there's other emotions tied into other emotions it's like the society is just like tied us into this big ball of massive all of these emotions that we don't know how to handle and especially right now i know with covid there's been so many new emotions coming up in so many people so if you guys are on here listening then just know that it's normal to have this whole beautiful range of emotions there's no good or bad emotions right like they're all there for a specific reason they're all there to guide us and like like Mal said is just like accepting them and learning tools to be able to take them and Mm -hmm. then so you can see that big picture as to what it is that it's guiding you to be able to do Mm -hmm. and I love how you said like even just like pushing against the wall because right now Mars is in retrograde guys until I think November 13th (laughs) there's probably anger there's probably frustration coming up And it's all about that awareness and actually understanding what you can do with them. So I encourage Mm -hmm. you try that one technique that, that Mal said, you can also scream in pillows. Yeah. Even like if you're just driving in the car, like just freaking scream at the top of your lungs. Yeah. Like you said, 90 seconds. Yeah. And then it then turns from an emotion to a thought. And then you can actually take like a bigger look at the picture of as to what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so Melissa, like after you do that, then what would you suggest people do?
1: So obviously it's important to create a new narrative so a pattern changes to a different pattern that takes time it usually takes two to six months to change a pattern right and that's if you're aware of it not self-aware aware aware of self not self-aware aware of self that's what that's my motto behind it so after that i would say do you know without a shadow of a doubt that this is true because there's a thought that they're feeling they're pushing against the wall they stop and then i ask them do you know without a shadow of a doubt that this is true well I don't know. It feels like it's true. Like this is what happened to me. No, it's not about making it a story. I'm yeah. asking you, do you know, without a shadow of a doubt, if this is true. Yes or no. No. Okay. So what can we do within the next 12 to 24 hours to create a new narrative? And it's about, it's about reframing. Right. But you have to feel this. You can't just say it and do it because think about it. We have thousands of thoughts that come through our brain, but there's only a few that turn into an emotion. There's only a few that turn into emotion and they're usually the ones that are on repeat. Right. So think of all this. you can't even think of all the things that you're thinking about. It's like we're filtering, we're filtering, we're filtering. I'm I was like, how I don't get
0: to this rabbit hole of a thought. I'm like Not, trying to think back. You're like connecting these dots. You're like, I have no clue. I have
1: no idea, right? <laughs> so all of a sudden the emotion comes through you, and then you have to push against the wall, feel the emotion. This is anger. There's other ones too. And then ask yourself, Do I know whether to of it out if it's true? Because more than likely, it will be on repeat. And then that's when, okay, what can I do within the next 12 to 24 hours to create a new narrative? And this is something that you enjoy. You have to feel the new narrative. So my client, for instance, I'll use her as the example. The reason why she pushed against the wall is because when she was a child, she was abandoned. So recently, she went on a date with someone. And what happened is that she, she it obviously didn't work out and she felt abandoned in the moment. This is actually two clients that had very similar stories. So I let her feel the emotion of the anger and the feeling of that she's not good enough, that she's abandoned. And then after that, that's when I asked her that question. And then she created a new narrative. When she created a new narrative, it's to attach herself with something that relates to her goals. So her goal was to, both these women's goals was to release weight. So make it towards your goal. So if your goal is to release weight, what can I do to get that anger out? If it comes up again. Okay. So one was she loves soccer to throw her soccer ball at the neck or kick it and then turn it into an exercise. Right. The other one was to connect with friends and just go for a walk. Like it all depends on what your goals are. So I always attach it to the goal because you're still forward thinking. Mm -hmm. right? You're moving through the emotion, you're allowing it, but you're creating a new narrative and you're creating a new way of being. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And our brains are so powerful too. And I love how you said too, that like, for those of you guys that don't know, like triggers in our lives, a lot of them come from back when we were young, Mm -hmm. like from, I think it was until correct me if I'm wrong, seven years old. We're like basically pure subconscious. So we're just taking in all this information. I was actually looking after my niece, Maya, And they're like little sponges, right? She's, I think, a year and a half, not even. And they're sponges. They look at what they do and their environment, the people around them. That's where they pick up all of their belief systems. So it all depends on what your environment was back then and Mm -hmm. what you picked up with those belief patterns. And Mm -hmm. just like the abandonment of um, your client when she was young, it now got triggered in this present moment with another situation So for those of you guys, like a trigger is like when you feel like that full body emotion coming into you and it's not necessarily serving you, right? Like we all know when that happens, when somebody says something to us, when a certain situation happens, it's about that first, that awareness of actually embodying that, but know that it's not your fault if those triggers come up because it is a lot of it back on those, the past programming of our brains. Our brains are incredible. But we're now in a space where there's technology, there's so much new science, there's all of these new things that are allowing us so much new things to be able to actually start implementing into our lives. Mm -hmm. And this isn't stuff, like I said, that we learned in school. So this is stuff that you truly, if you want to change your life, Mm -hmm. you must hire somebody or watch YouTube videos, educate yourself Mm -hmm. on the different things that you can learn to be able to control your emotions. Because everything about being a human comes down to our emotions. It truly does. Like, I'm a massive believer of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that. And I'm going to go back to that. And triggers is, it's usually from a sensory. So if you experience something in a particular moment, and there's a particular smell, then that smell may trigger you Mm -hmm. in the future. So it's sensory or it's an image. If there's a specific image in the past that happened, it may trigger you. You may not even know it. You may not even be aware of it, but you can feel it in your body. That's why somatic work is so important. It's also environment, like you said, is really important too. It's And you said, like ages seven under, they are sponges. And I call this unresourceful parts of us. And sometimes, many times actually, not sometimes, many times when we grow up, we bring these unresourceful parts of us with us. Because again, we've suppressed, reflect them, project them, and we haven't allowed them to be seen. We judge them. See, there's not, we're not just... This, we're not just that, we're many parts. And I always call this the piece of the puzzle. There's so many pieces of us that still aren't filled. As we grow, as we evolve, evolution over a lifetime, we, we start to fill those puzzle pieces. But instead of focusing on just the one area, which many of us do, focus on all the areas. Who, let's claim who I was in the past. Who was I? Who am I now? Let's claim now. Now let's claim where I want to be. We forget because the unresourceful parts of us comes we live into the emotions of anger, regret, frustration, and all those things, which is allowed, don't judge it, allow it, but don't live into it for a long period of time. Because you're not allowing your puzzle piece to be seen, to be heard, and to be filled.
0: I love that. Yeah, and I always like, I know for me, like I always say too, it's like the past, the present, and the future all come together. but They all have their own specific things that are going to help us move forward, but you don't want to stay in the past for too long. There's lots of people that are holding that shame, that resentment to the past, when in reality, all of those things that have happened in our lives, whether good or bad, have brought you exactly where you are sitting here watching this or listening to this with us right now. And that alone is a gift. Yeah. Everything that you've learned up to this point, you might not be where you want to be, but you're here and you're, you're blessed with another day on this planet where you can truly take control of your life. And then the future, we want to dream, we want to, we want to set goals, we want to achieve these things, which is awesome. But we don't want to just like live there. Because if we're not actually in the present moment, then we're never actually going to be putting in the daily action steps, like you said, building those tiny habits that are going to compound over Mm -hmm. time. So all of this emotional intelligence work, a lot of it happens in this present moment. And without us being present in this moment, We're not able to have the awareness of our emotions. We're not able to start reframing the situations that we're going through. We're not able to start doing all of this actual work. So if you have any like tips for people on how to stay in the present moment, because I know people's minds are like constantly going between the past and the future. And sometimes it's hard for people to be able to stay present in this moment. I know for me, even carrying a conversation in the past was super hard because my mind would literally be thinking about something else. While having a conversation, right, so like is there anything that you can offer for people like any advice for people to really like sink into the present moment
1: yeah, um stay clear of your phones twenty <laughs> yeah. four um i'd say that's a big one i'd mm-hmm. say. I see it with me. So I need to embody it first, right? So I was, I was distracted quite easily. I am a seven on the Enneagram. And if you are interested and in I can send you a link afterwards, is it really, I can understand my, not identity, but uh, who I am in different parts of myself. And I find for me, I would get easily distracted. But reason why is I was downloading, filtering so much information. And then Blaine was like, yeah. right. But I was focusing all this information because I felt like, well, I'm going to grow. I'm going to evolve. I'm going to become, I'm going to do this. So you're, you're in the moment, you're taking in all this information because you believe it's going to make, it's very masculine, right? You believe that if you do, 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 you're going to achieve your goals and you are get it. And then what? Nothing. You want to know why? Because you haven't been present. You haven't been being, you haven't been feeling. It's like when people set those goals to make a hundred thousand, $200,000. And we talked about this. When you get there, you believe that you're going to feel a specific way. Okay. So let's move back. How can I find that now in my life? So I want to go back to that question again. Let's think about, I'm going to get specific. So how to be present, understand your desires. What are your desires? What is it that you love to do? Is it that you love freedom? Do you love safety? Do you love connection? Like what it is that you desire? Do you love money? That's okay. You can love money. Get clear on that. And then figure out where you can find that now in your life and live into it in the present. Let go of your phones, live into the safety, live into the connection, live into the money, be present and bring in whoever else obviously that you love that comes around you. But if, you're, if you believe that your desires went, like just say, set your, you set a goal in like, I'd say a year, if you believe you're going to get your desires then, you think you're going to appreciate it more then, you need to appreciate it now. So I would say, going back to your question, get really clear on your desires. Stop downloading all this information because it's not serving you. And then live into those desires. So I wrote a post on this recently and I said, everyone talks about time freedom, financial freedom, right? What freedom do we have now? Okay, I have freedom to move my body so go move your body, be present. I have freedom of speech. Maybe write a post, inspire someone. I, am, I have freedom to vote, right? You have freedom right now where you're at. Mm-hmm. If you think that you're going to get to time freedom and financial freedom and appreciate it there instead of now, then we got to have a conversation. <laughs> sure. So figure out where you can find your desires now Find a way to live into them. If you need guidance, obviously reach out to a coach. Lots of coaches will just give you free guidance on how to do this. But maybe you start listening to yourself instead. Trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust your gut. Trust your desires. You don't have to tell the whole world what it is that you desire right now. Just keep it a little secret. Keep it yours, like in a little box. Live into it, feel it, embody it. And that's my guidance on that.
0: It's incredible, right? Because you've got to, like, if we don't appreciate it, it's literally everything comes down to all the freaking small things. <laughs> I know. Everything. It's like yeah. gratitude yeah. for like the emotion right now and body right yeah. now. And then as you continue to like experience that emotion, in the present moment, it's going to basically pave the path to yeah. experience that emotion on a grander scale. Yeah. And it's like literally gratitude for everything. And it's hard, like when we are so like on this, this program of just going through the motions and not appreciating these things. So in the beginning, guys, this isn't going to be easy. Nobody said this was going to be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But the thing is, is it's simple. It's simple, but it takes consistency. So like, what are three things you're grateful for? Get up in the morning. What are three things you're grateful for? Mm -hmm. What are three things you're looking forward to? And what is one thing you love about yourself? Mm-hmm. that's something that when i first got started with all of this that was something that i did every single morning yeah. and then do different ones every single day mm-hmm. and you could literally start really small like i am so grateful that i have this pen to be able to write on this piece of paper i am so grateful to have this notebook i'm so grateful for the trees that made this notebook mm-hmm. right like you could literally take like the smallest little things and over time with consistency you're going to start being able to just feel that gratitude and just start like very small and it's going to accelerate every area of your life. Like we promise you that, but I just want to thank you so much, Melissa, for coming on here, this podcast, guys, if you guys love this episode, um, feel free to connect with um, Melissa. Melissa, what's your Instagram handle?
1: Um, Melissa.k.byers
0: melissa.k.buyer so you can connect with melissa you can share out this podcast share out this facebook live feel free to reach out to either melissa or myself if you guys have any more questions and i know we're going to be doing tons more of like these because these chats literally light up my soul so much and i just love you so much melissa so thank you so much for being on here with us all today
1: I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm going to just jump off and like vibes alive. Like I'm all in.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. So good. Well, amazing. And thank you guys for everybody who's either listening or watching. I'm just so proud of you guys for investing into yourself, for opening up your minds, for opening up your hearts and just really wanting more for yourself in this life because we truly can make this life, whatever it is that we choose to create. Like this is our storybook that we get to create. So you can turn a new page, you can create a new chapter at any point. So I'm just so proud of you guys for being on here. So have the most beautiful day, everybody. We love you so much. And um, we will see you guys on the next episode.